When you're almost famous, you just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour two of Almost Famous begins now. Welcome to Almost Famous 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from all across the region. Here on the South Shore, into Boston, across New England, brought to you every Tuesday night by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John Shea. We are on the Tiny Stage this evening and being joined by singer-songwriter Matt York. How you doing, my friend? I am doing well, John. How are you? I am great. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for having me. For those who might not be familiar with you, give us an introduction. Um, I am... I live here on the South Shore. I was going to be funny, John, and I said, you know what? I won't be funny. I'll just say who I actually am because maybe people care. Um, I am a singer-songwriter based in Boston. I, try, I live on the South Shore. I play all over the country, um, and I kind of play this. I'm not, I don't know. I'm kind of a guy without genre. Like I, Some people say I'm like Americana, country-ish, rock-ish. I kind of do a little bit of everything. You do, and it sounds great. You're good at everything. Well, thank you. And, uh, so, and so I primarily perform solo, but uh, I do play some full band gigs, and, um, and the album itself has a full band on it. Now, you're one of those people who started off in music, and then you took kind of a, a, a gap. I did. And then you came back and, uh, and started the solo career. Take us through your musical background. Yeah, so uh, I started playing the clubs when I was a teenager, and um, really throughout my 20s, I, I was kind of the poor musician playing pretty much full-time. Um, with a kind of noisy rock band by the name of White Iris back then. And, uh, yeah, and then I met my wife in uh, 2001 um, at the Lizard Lounge in Cambridge, actually. And um, we uh, got married, had kids, and uh, I just kind of stopped. I kind of got a regular job and uh, did all that. And then about four years ago, uh, I kind of got the bug again and started writing. And um, I really didn't anticipate doing much more than, you know, doing some recording and playing some local gigs, but I think I've been to 13 or 14 states now in the last six or eight months, so I've, uh, it's become a little more than I anticipated, but uh, amazing. it's been, a, yeah, it's been pretty cool, it's been, a, it's a lot of fun. What made you want to get back into the game? Um, so, yeah, so initially, uh, my dad turned 70 years old, my dad was the biggest music lover, is still the music biggest music lover and so i um kind of wanted to record a couple songs for his birthday uh i did that and then when i got in the studio um i just kind of started writing like crazy and suddenly i had a full album i put the album out and it got really well it was well received and um got a lot of airplay from folks like yourself and uh, got some really good press and then all of a sudden things just kind of um took off from there and then i put another album out about two years ago and um uh, yeah, and so now I have a new album that I'll, I'll be coming out with uh, next month. Fantastic. Let's uh, talk more about the record, and uh, as long as the weather holds up, I hear you have a show coming up tomorrow night in Plymouth on the waterfront. I do, yeah. I'm opening up for uh, John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band, uh, which is exciting for me because I opened up for them uh, last year at the Narrow Center in, in Fall River, and when I was a kid, the movie Eddie and the Cruisers was like my favorite movie. Like I, All I wanted to be was Eddie, and uh, <laughs> I must have watched it five million times on HBO. Um, Eddie lives. Eddie lives. So, you know, I was, uh, <laughs> I was totally aiming to be that guy, and uh, so, yeah, so I got to play with them last year. It went really well and uh so i get to do it again uh yeah um tomorrow night uh at 6 30 in uh plymouth there down by i guess that's pilgrim state park fantastic let's hear a song matt what are we doing first tonight i'll do a song uh about my wife called uh, permanent crush all right matt york on the tiny stage 95.9 watd Yeah, you know it's true, I'm probably never gonna find myself a girl who loves me just the way you do. Through all the tears and all the pain and all the broken hearted moments, you're the one who always pulls me through. Lately things have been a-changing and it seems like maybe some bad times are rolling in. You love me when I was perfect, but you seem to love me just a little more when I sin. I'm out of my head. 
but I keep hanging around. I'm gonna love you too. All of these ships that burn down. I ain't asking for much. You're my permanent crush. I'm gonna love you too. All of these ships that burn down. Tenderness. Try a little tenderness. Try a little tenderness with me. I'm out of my head, but I keep hanging round. I'm gonna love you till all of these ships that burn down. I ain't asking for much. You're my permanent crush. I'm gonna love you till all of these ships that burn down. I'm gonna love you till all of these ships that burn down. Mr. Matt York on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. Really nice. That sounds great. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. One of the tracks off of the upcoming album. Yep. Yeah, it's a new album called Bruisable Heart. And uh, that was a single I put out uh, maybe three months ago. And um, yeah, it's... um it's kind of one of the only really upbeat songs. I'm not even sure that's upbeat, but it's about as upbeat as you're going to get from me, John. Let's talk about the uh, the album. So, do you have an official release date in mind? Yeah, so it's actually up on Spotify in the streaming services now, um, in, in, as of uh, this past Friday. Um, but I'm actually releasing it on September 28th at the Lizard Lounge, uh, which is... Uh, Saturday in Cambridge, uh, I'm going to be playing with uh, the band Old Jack, uh, which I've done a few shows over the years with, and um, it should be a really fun time. It's kind of a cool story, because so I used to play at the Lizard Lounge constantly. Uh, I've done residencies there, and um, you know they're primarily a full band um, room, you know, and so I, I do most of my shows solo now, so I don't play there anymore, uh, but I did a, a ton back in the day, and I met my wife there. That it'll be 18 years ago to that weekend uh, that we met and went on our first date. Uh, and she's going to be playing bass with me at the Lizard Lounge. So that's going to be a real, um, it'll be a special night for us. Fantastic. So how did this new record uh, get started? So uh, I, I recorded it with a, a guy named T.J. Wenzel in um, uh, Jamaica Plain uh, in a basement studio that he has. And... W- my friend Rick Berlin has recorded with him. They used to be roommates, and uh, he's done um, a bunch of different albums. He's done uh, the, the album by Love Love that came out last year also was something that he produced. And uh, we didn't know each other. We met, and we just, we really, um, it was by far the most fun experience that I've had recording because he's just an amazing person, and uh, I kind of felt I'd done enough albums that I knew that one, I don't generally like being in the studio, and two, I kind of knew what I was doing, I felt like. And so we were really able to work well together where, um, you know, I would know what I wanted, but I couldn't necessarily get it. Uh, and he's just a, a wizard with a lot of that stuff. So we worked well together. We really started about, um, God, about a year and a half ago. Uh, I think it was when we first, yeah, maybe not that long, but just a little over a year ago, I guess, was when we first started connecting, and then um, we just kept chipping away at it, and I think we ended up with like 18 songs. Um, We only recorded, uh, we only put out 10, uh, but I've pretty much got a full album's worth of stuff that's already done as well, Um, and, you know, it's been a partnership that I think will continue as I go, because it's just, it feels feels very comfortable, and... um, 
I just, I just, I just really—he's just a wonderful kid. So I, I like him a lot. Now the last record, the record that uh, preceded this, that was produced by Dave Brophy, wasn't it? It was, yeah. And and I love Dave. He's he's just a terrific guy as well. Um, you know, the 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 difference I think was that with that last album, I had a lot of um, really top notch musicians come in and play the other instruments. Uh, and a lot of the guitar as well. Um, this time, I really wanted to do almost all of it myself. Um, I saw I, that in the liner notes. A lot of uh, guitars, keys, bass. Yeah, and um, so you know, I, I kind of felt like I knew what I wanted, and um, you know, I, I love a lot of what that album that we that I did with Dave. Um, it, it was a re- it really helped me a lot. That album it did well, um, and it was well received. But it, I, I almost felt like I was playing. A cover songs of my own music to someone because it, like it wasn't me playing the guitar parts and things like that and stuff and I was just so used to doing that that I wanted to be able to just do it all pretty much so my my drummer Tim I, I'm not coordinated enough to play drums so uh, so Tim uh, came Tim Deneen came in and played all the drums on it um, but I really liked playing all the guitar parts and and the bass parts and piano parts and, and and all the harmonies and stuff like that so it just felt like it was more my own product if that makes sense it does yeah and congratulations to us saw your name on the list of New England Music Award nominees I know that's uh, that's that's pretty cool I guess it's the second year in a row so uh, I don't know. I uh, I guess it's that, that that's a that's a fun thing. I feel like uh, I never understand how you judge art, so I'm always a little confounded when that type of stuff happens. But I'm appreciative that people uh, somebody thought enough to nominate me, and uh, uh, that's a pretty cool thing for sure. And uh, I know my parents like it. My, it makes my parents happy. So <laughs> share your online information, Matt. Where can people find you on the web? Uh, yeah, uh, I am. My website is mattyorkmusic.com. And then on the Instagram, the Twitter, the Facebook, I am at Matt York Boston, all one word, at Matt York Boston. Awesome. Matt, let's continue with the music and hear something else. What are we doing next? Uh, I'll do the first song from this album. It's, um, I forget what it says on the, I think it's either called I've Got Nothing. Um, My disc says I've Got Nothing. Yeah, that's that's what we'll call it, John. Sounds good. All right. (laughs) That's what it's called. 95.9 WATD. about it, I'm going out of my mind. Well, I'm just sick about it, I'm going out of my mind. Home is where you are, and me, I'm living in my car, but I've got nothing, babe, I've got nothing, babe, since you've gone. Gone, gone. One time I thought it was real. You took my heart, yeah, you steal. I loved you all night and all day. I don't even know how to pray. Yeah, I don't even know how to pray. Well, I'm just sick about it. I'm going out of my mind. Well, I'm just sick about it. I'm going out of my mind. Home is where you are. Me, I'm living in my car. But I've got nothing, baby. I've got nothing, baby, since you've gone, gone, gone. Home is where you are. Me, I'm living in my car. But I've got nothing, babe. But I've 
got nothing, baby, since you've gone, 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 since you've gone, gone, gone. Matt York, 95.9 WATD, fantastic. Thank you. Talk about how that song happened. Um, it's fun. It's two things, actually. Um, so the... I. So before I got back into music, I was um, a runner, and I actually just started running again recently. But I um, used to run quite a bit, and uh, I would run in these cranberry bogs near my house in Pembroke. And I would see this guy each morning who was clearly living in his car, and he would like I would oftentimes jog by him, and he would somehow hear me or my dog or whatever, and kind of awaken and he was clearly like he was dressed like kind of like he had a corporate gig he was probably in his 30s and something bad had happened but he was there each morning um and then i play with a lot of traveling bands that come through town and and so many of those guys are just literally like living in a van or living you know on a couch from city to city and um that's not a life i could live but uh, that idea of kind of, you know, home is where you are and me, I'm living in my car is just, um, you know, I, I don't know, I like the idea of that. And so I kind of just morph the two ideas together of, you know, a guy that gets kicked out of his house by his wife and just literally has nowhere to go. So a, a happy song. So that is Matt York. The The album is Bruisable Heart. Um, the tracks on this album, are they... All relatively new, or do any of them kind of uh, go back into your catalog a bit that you've uh, kind of re-released for this project? Uh, Yeah, they are all new. Excellent. Yeah. Um, Talk about your writing process, Matt. How do you typically write when when, when the idea comes into your brain? How does it go from just an idea to a completed song? Uh, I do a couple of different things. Uh, Sometimes I'll think of a line or I'll hear somebody say something and I just kind of you know, flip a word around or I just kind of make a, a, a note of it and, you know, I'll just, you know, like type it into my phone or whatever, like, ooh, don't forget that, you know, so make that a, a lyric someday or something. And so, um, and then, you know, yeah, I, I'm like, I, I don't really do, like, I don't really watch TV. I don't, like, I just always have a guitar in my hand. And so, you know, I just stumble upon um, a riff that I like and then I just kind of try to, you know, find lyrics that 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 kind of work with it, and then I play it five million times, and uh, and then by the time I get it to where I'm either playing it in the studio or I'm starting to play it out live, it's done, and um, and then I just move on. And so, you know, my my wife jokes because a lot of my songs are about like breakup or bad love or addiction or all these like terrible topics and uh so she you know she's got to listen to me like sitting there in the living room fumbling around with these songs for a few weeks sometimes at a and uh you know she she laughs because she's like you know we're we're fine right and i'm like yeah no we're fine i just for whatever reason <laughs> <laughs> and uh but it really truly by the time the song is played live i've played it so many times that i really i'm done with it and i moved on you know and so um that's pretty much the process when do you know it's ready to be played live um, usually when I can remember the lyrics. You know? Okay, good answer. <laughs> that is Matt York. He is joining us on the Tiny Stage tonight, 95.9 WATD. You can always find us on the web just by searching for Almost Famous WATD or on Facebook.com slash Almost Famous Radio, Instagram at Almost Famous Radio. We have a podcast, too, that you can find by searching for Almost Famous WATD. And we have Matt York on the tiny stage this evening. And, uh, Matt, if it's okay with you, let's take a quick break, and then we'll do some more live music. John, I will have a sip of coffee. That sounds great. Sounds great. 95.9 WATD. We're your radio station. The South Shore's 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to Almost Famous 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from all across the region here on the South Shore into Boston and across New England. We spent our number one highlighting some of the nominees for New England Music Awards. And you can vote for all of your favorites at nemusicawards.com. But we are being joined on the tiny stage tonight by a New England Music Award nominee, Mr. Matt York. How are you doing? I am doing terrific. 
So what are you nominated for this year? Um, I, I think uh, Best Male Artist, right? Or yeah, Male Performer of the Year. Male Performer. Right. Yes, that's what I'm nominated yes. for. <laughs> so uh, share with us uh, your, your background. Give another introduction, if you would. Sure. Um, yeah, I've been playing forever. Um, I, I started, like, uh, like I said earlier, I started in my, my teen years. I, I met a guy named Rick Berlin who's been a kind of legend here in Boston for, you know, a million years. And um, I met him when I was 14, and uh, I started playing live with him when I was 15. So I was, like, my first gig was literally at Bunratty's in Alston, and uh, I got to play at the Rat and the Channel and all those clubs when I was a high school kid. And um, and then as I got older, I've uh, played all over the place. Um, I've released a whole slew of albums, both with my previous band, White Iris, and um, this will be my third release um, in my new uh, form. <laughs> no, I know. Act. So some people are, that are listening right now know exactly who Rick Berlin is. Others may may not. Give an, give us a, a background as to who Rick Berlin is, because he's a he's a legend in the Boston music community. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's. Uh, let me tell the story because it's kind of funny. Um, so yeah, so Rick, um, so Rick is in. He would probably kill me for saying this, but um, he is in his seventies now. Um, and he grew up in Pennsylvania and he went to Yale and then he ended up in New York during like CBGBs with the Talking Heads and the Ramones and Velvet Underground, all those bands, Talking Heads. He was, that's where he was. He was playing with those bands night in, night out, um, in Manhattan through a big chunk of the seventies. Uh, he got signed to Epic Records, uh, put out a couple albums with them, uh, moved to Boston. Uh, and then has just been in a whole bunch of different bands. He runs the Jamaica Plain Music Festival, which is, I think, in its ninth or tenth year at this point. Um, and he's just this person that has helped so many people along the way. And when I met him, uh, he was trying to do like a live aid type thing at Foxborough Stadium. And I grew up in Foxborough. I was a teenager. Uh, I had a band that would play like our school dances. And I decided that my band should play. They were supposed to have, like, Bruce Springsteen was going to headline. Uh, it, there were big plans for this concert, but I decided that my band, and this was before internet and all those things, so I called Foxborough Stadium and said, hey, I want, want to play, and they said, uh, you'll need to call Rick Berlin, and uh, so I did. Um, I went in there, and we met, and uh, he really liked my songs, and we just, he's kind of been like an uncle to me my entire life, essentially, and so... Um, He's still going strong. Uh, I, I don't see him as much as I wish I did, but um, he's still playing a lot, and um, and he's yeah, he's awesome. He's taught me an awful lot about songwriting over the years. Very cool, great story. Oh, thank you. Uh, speaking of, of of big shows, um, as long as the weather holds out tomorrow night, you are opening for John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. Yeah, uh, um, 6.30, uh, I, th- I want to say it's called Pilgrim State Park. If, if, if you know better than me, tell me. But I think that's what it's called. Uh, it's right around, the, right around uh, Plymouth Rock. So. Yeah, exactly. Or the Pebble, as they call it. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, I'm on at 6.30. Uh, I'll be playing about a 45-minute set. Uh, I, I opened up for them last year, and they are awesome. Like, they were so much fun. And uh, so it should be a real, uh, a real treat to do that. And it's a free show. Bring it's the family. Free. You know, what's better than free? And I think there's a bunch of cool food trucks around there, too. I'm going to try to find free food. Uh, I probably can't get free food. That'll probably make me pay, but I'm going to get food for sure. <laughs> I might even, like, get on stage with, like, a burrito or something. Sounds good. Um, so uh, the, the new record. Let's talk about that. Yep, so the new record comes out. Uh, it's up on uh, all streaming services. And if you're like one of those people that actually likes to buy records, you could do that too, like on iTunes and things. But um, it'll be released September 28th at the Lizard Lounge in Cambridge, uh, which is a Saturday night. Uh, I'll be playing as a full band, and um, I'll be uh, playing along with the band Old Jack. And I, there's going to be another band. I don't know who the, the third band is. Yeah, Old Jack is one of my favorites. Those guys have been around for, for many years, and they, they can rock like no other band. Yeah, and we've played together in New York and in Nashville together and then in Providence, I guess. And then um, Dan Nicklin and I just were together last weekend down in Newport, Rhode Island, playing something that he put together down there. Um, and I actually, it's funny because I was saying to him last weekend, I, we've played... When we played in, in New York and Nashville together, there was two stages, and we both times were playing at the same time on opposite stages. So um, so I don't know those guys 
much at all, but like we've kind of got a history nonetheless. So, so, so it'll be a fun night. Sounds good, Matt. Let's hear some more music. What are we doing next? What are we doing less, John? I'm gonna do. Uh, I'm gonna do a new song that's not on the record that All I, right. I like. You like new music? All right. Um, this is called. It's called I'm Leaving. All right, Matt York, ninety-five-nine WATD. That is Matt York, 95.9 WATD. He's joining us on the tiny stage this evening. Nice job on that one. Thank you very much. Talk about how that song happened, if you would. <sighs> I'm trying to think. I've been writing a lot lately. So I don't, you know, I don't, I don't really think I have a story on that one. I, um, it's funny because I kind of go through these little waves where I'll run three or four you know, I'll write three or four songs in a really short window of time, and and that is one of those songs that uh, it's the most recent one I've written. And I kind of had it; I had the riff and I had the melody, but I couldn't piece it all together. And then um, we uh, were up my, my 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 wife and kids. We were up in uh, New Hampshire. We had this beautiful cottage right on the water, and um, it had this screened-in porch that had a nice couch on it. And so I just sat out there and. Spent a lot of time playing depressing songs, and uh, I kind of was able to finish that one when I was up there. And so I, that's kind of the memory I, ha I have of it, I guess. Now, there's the, the famous saying in, in music, uh, basically, three chords and the truth. And I think a lot of this album kind of falls into that, into that category. Do you kind of subscribe to that, that style of songwriting? 
There's four chords in this, but yeah. <laughs> I, I, I use the minor chord <laughs> to kind of mix it up a little bit. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, you know, my, my heroes are the Springsteens, the Steve Earls, the, you know, Dylans, the guys that, you know, are able to kind of try to paint pictures of stuff. And, you know, I think if a person listens to this record and, and doesn't know me, they probably think I've you know got this miserable life going on and i'm i'm fine but um you know i i I, i'm able to um see other people's situations and and absorb them i think and and try to transfer that into um music and i'm glad you mentioned influences i want to talk more about that Uh, talk about you know who 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 are you listening to when you first got into music and then who are you listening to present day yeah, so it, my so my dad was just this awesome jukebox of music when I was a kid. I mean, I was listening to the Talking Heads and Lou Reed and Bowie when I was you know five six years old. I mean, I was I was by the time I was ten, I could probably play most Lou Reed and Bowie songs on guitar because that that's what I wanted to be. Um, and then as I got older, I, I loved punk and I loved indie bands like the Pixies were really a huge influence on me. But then as I got a little older, I just I had never listened to Steve Earle when I was a kid. And he was just this real um, it, it, I, I really loved what he was doing and is continuing to do where it's not necessarily country. I don't know what it is that he does, but I kind of try to do it. Or I, I, I heard him and I was like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Except he really does that. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> he's like, he sings about being depressed and all that. And he actually went through that. <laughs> yeah. And he's had like seven wives. And like, yeah, he's full on. Yeah, like... yeah, yeah. And um, so, you know, I related to uh, his songs and his words so much. And, um, and then I just kind of started to work backwards from there and, and started to, you know, find out what music influenced him and um you know so people like towns van sant and um, billy joe shaver and uh, chris christopherson people like that just really that's who I, I that's a big part of what i listen to now and then the modern artists that i really love are i, I love tyler childers i love coulter wall um i love johnny fritz a lot of these kind of people that are maybe somewhat obscure to people but um that you know, I'm constantly listening to. And that's why Spotify exists. That's exactly why it exists, yeah. Go and check those people out. We have Matt York in studio tonight. Share with us your online information again, if you would, Matt. Yeah, um, my website is mattyorkmusic.com, and my um, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, the Instagram is at mattyorkboston. And talk about your discography. What is currently available? So I've done three albums. I did an album called Boston, Texas that came out in 2016. Um, I have an album called Between the Bars that came out in late 2017. Uh, And then this new album is called Bruisable Heart, and it is now out. Excellent. And the CD release show is in September. September 28th at the Lizard Lounge in beautiful Cambridge, Massachusetts. Now, I know the, the new record basically officially hasn't been released yet, but are you working on the next record? Yeah, I have enough material. I have, like um, like I was saying earlier, I have eight songs already done, and there was nothing wrong with any of those songs. It was just kind of, a, they just, I felt like the ones that I'm putting out kind of belong together. And um, I think the other ones will, will ultimately come out. And I also probably have another five or six that I need to record. So, Excellent. Stay tuned for more information on that. Uh, Matt York is in studio. Let's do more music. What are we listening to next? Oh, John, what should we do? Um, I'm going to do a song called Going Crazy, which is um, it's the very last song on the album. And um, it's a pretty sparse little tune and I think I can sing it okay we'll see how it goes all right Matt York 95.9 WATD Smile to be 
York, 95.9 WATD. Great job. Love that tune. Thank you very much. Your songs, uh, what I love about you is that your songs are fairly on the short side. Perfect for radio. And You know, it's funny. You mentioned Rick Berlin earlier, and uh, I swear... He, he and I were joking about this at one point. Every song I write is three minutes. Like, I, if you were to look at the... It's like they just... They're all almost always within... 255 and 310, <laughs> and uh, I don't know why that is. And, uh, you know, every once in a while I'll mix it up and add a solo or something into it, but when I actually write them, they just always seem to be three minutes. So. Now, you're somebody that, when you write a song, do you, um, you said it's basically done. Do you ever go back and, and, and revisit a song years later and change it up? I don't really, know because I, you know, the thing I like more than anything about music is writing the next song, you know, and, and every song I write, I feel like is my best song, and so it, whatever my newest song is, I always feel like is the best one that I've got, and then once I feel like I'm done with it, then I move on, so I, I know, and not only that, I almost never play songs that are a couple of years old, like I um, I haven't been playing any of the songs from the last two albums um, the past year or so, probably. So, um, so yeah, I just I'm always kind of trying to go to the next one. So my new or one of my not new anymore, but one of my favorite questions to ask on the show is that if Weird Al Yankovic could parody one of your songs, John, what would it be and what would he call it? John. <laughs> <laughs> You can think about that for a while if you want to. Uh, can I, just, I, I don't have an answer, but I just want you to know that when I was in fourth grade, I, I wanted to, I tried, my, my, my teacher wouldn't let me, but I tried to do the talent show and I tried to do Eat It for Beat It, and it was before Weird Al did it. Really? So, yeah, that's a true story. Interesting. Yeah. Copyright infringement? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I don't know why they wouldn't <laughs> let me do it. But, uh, you know, I just wanted to know, John, I might not give you an answer today on what that Weird Al song was, uh, but I'm going to think about that nonstop. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be texting you in the middle of the night tonight. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> that is Matt York. He's joining us on the tiny stage tonight. Share with us your website and online information again, if you would, Matt. Yeah, Matt York, uh, no, Matt York com is my website. And, um, so if you go there, you can find, you know, how to connect with me on Spotify and YouTube and all those things. But um, for Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, Matt York, Boston. And you mentioned earlier in the show you've been playing shows for the last six months all across the country. Do you have a favorite venue that you always look forward to visiting? Um, I love Atwoods in Cambridge for sure, um, locally. Um, I... 
I'm heading down to Nashville in a few weeks again, and there's a room down there called uh, Dee's Country Cocktails that uh, is just, it's kind of the home of an awful lot of the bands that I love a lot and a lot of the bands that I've got to open for when they've come through town. And that place really reminds me of T.T. the Bears, like in the 90s. Like, it just has this, every night that you go there, you feel like you're hearing music that's that the whole world should be hearing. And so um, I've played there a couple times. I'm hoping to play there um, when I'm down there in September. Um, and it's just, whenever you go in there, no matter who's playing, you know that they're good. And so uh, that's my favorite room. Now, you mentioned T.T.'s in Cambridge. Any, any music venues that don't exist anymore that you really miss? TT's was was my home for sure. Um, the Randy, who now books Atwoods, was um, so good to me when she was at TT's. Uh, the bartender Jeannie, who passed away um, ten or twelve years ago, um, there she, um, you know, back when I was a poor musician, she would always have a free drink for me, or if I had a date and I couldn't afford to take them anywhere, I knew I could get some really inexpensive drinks at TT's. Very and, cool. Uh, and they just had, you know, just. Same thing. Every night you went there, you knew the bands were going to be good. It didn't matter what night it was. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think that, that's the one for me too. Is I miss TTs. That the most. Like, maybe Johnny D's in Somerville. Yeah, I you know, and I played the Rat a lot when I was young, uh, but I was really there after the the thrill had gone. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the neighborhoods and the you know uh, the, the gangrene that type of era. It was at the end, and so. Uh, it was cool to be in CBGB's. I also played in when it was near the end, and um, you know it was cool. But it, the the vibe in the room itself wasn't what it once yeah. was. You know what I mean? Whereas TTs, they kind of lasted right through the '80s and into the '90s and the 2000s. And not only did the vibe not change, but the, I don't think the room changed much. Can I tell a quick TT story? Yeah, sure. Right, this is a funny story. Uh, maybe it's not. So um, my band, White Iris, was this three-piece kind of punk band. And we kind of drank too much and partied too much. And um, my bass player and guitar player, uh, bass player and drummer were next-door neighbors. Uh, they had essentially only played like in talent shows in high school. They didn't have really any, any formal training whatsoever. And we met when we were in our early 20, like 21 something like that and um we got a gig at tt's on like a tuesday night at 11 o'clock and we brought like 75 people it was our first or i think it was our first yeah it was our first gig and um we brought like 75 people on a tuesday night at 11 30 and uh randy wasn't booking there yet but the woman that was booking said all right hey um you're gonna play friday night next month opening up for some band who had won the rumble the year before and we had like no experience and we literally were just like what are we doing and uh but we brought a whole bunch more people the next time and then we were there like constantly for several years and so it was kind of learning on the fly um and we kind of made it work eventually but it was just kind of a you know true like being thrown into the fire you know so fantastic that's yeah. that's the the cool thing about music yep especially here in boston totally let's uh do some more music matt what are we uh doing next uh i'm gonna do another new song um this song is called let's try failure and uh it's every bit as uh happy as it sounds all right matt york 95.9 watd it's all yours oh messed up John a drunken poet told me you don't know what you do and he said it loud enough for the whole bar to hear I said let's try failure Micro screamed hallelujah And then they ran away Under the moon The stars have aligned And they've shown
When you reach the high ground, you end up moving downtown. You end up trying to find a place to hide. I'm stuck here on the inside, just trying to find my own pride. Just trying to find a place to slide in. The one that you love might take you into. I don't let you go again. So let's try failure. Oh, let's try Can't love you anymore. I can't love you anymore. Let's try. I can't love you anymore. I can't love you anymore. Matt York, 95.9 WATD, one of the longer songs. Yeah. From you. Uh, that That's very cool. I like that song a lot. Is that one of the songs that you're considering for the next album? Yeah, probably. Uh, it's, it's brand new, and um, I've been playing it a lot the last... Uh, I don't know, a handful of shows that I've been playing over the last few weeks. So, uh, yeah, it's getting there. Excellent. Matt, we have to take our final time out of the night, but I think we have time for one more song. Sounds good. The South Shores Radio Station, 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to Almost Famous, 95.9 WATD. Introducing you to independent band and musicians from all across the region. My name is John Shea. Getting ready to make room for Mike Joshua, Americana Rama, coming your way next here on WATD at 10 o'clock tonight with all kinds of great music planned for you from uh, folk rock, alternative country, and uh, who knows what else, Matt? Uh, not Matt. Mike has a huge catalog of music, and uh, you're going to hear a lot of that tonight. Matt, though, Matt York is on the tiny stage. How you doing tonight, Matt? I am doing terrific. Thank you again for coming uh, to Marshfield. Thank you for having me. For those who uh, may have missed the first uh, couple of uh, moments of the show, share with us again, who are you? Who am I? Who are you? What makes Matt York tick? <laughs> um, I, am a, I am a singer-songwriter based uh, in Pembroke, Massachusetts. Uh, I am releasing my third uh, solo album here uh, in, in the coming weeks. Um, nominated for a New England Music Award? I am nominated for a New England Music Award. And, um, yeah, and I, I don't know, I, I'm a... I, if, to describe what I do, I'm a songwriter. That's what I do, but I sing, I play guitar, and I do stuff. Fantastic. The record, um, Bruceable Heart, is up on Spotify right now. The uh, actual release show is next month. Yep, on September 28th at the Lizard Lounge, yep. And uh, tomorrow night in uh, Plymouth. Plymouth, uh, opening up for John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band. Um, that's at 6.30 at Pilgrim State Park right next to um, the um, Plymouth Rock. Fantastic. And uh, before we let you go, we got to talk about um, Tiny and Sons, the, the sponsor of this particular show. I know you and Peter go back a ways. Yeah, Peter so Brown. I spent a lot of years not doing music, and when I was not doing music, I needed to do something. So I was pretty involved in our town of Pembroke, and um, so I, I, I did a, a thing that raised a lot of money for our food pantry uh, for a number of years, and I started a farmer's market there as well. And so Peter was just... We didn't know each other, but we just kind of developed a relationship um, 
because he's just, as you know, the, like the most giving person around. And um, so we've done some pretty cool stuff together over the years. And um, yeah, he's he's awesome. He's been um, he's a he's a terrific dude. So excellent. Before we wrap things up, any any final words to share? Um. No, I, I thank you again for having me in, and uh, thank you for what you do, John. It's all, I mean, there's so few places for local music musicians to actually spend time like this, having an hour dedicated to being able to do what they do and, and talk about what they're doing. So it's awesome what you're doing. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for keeping my job. <laughs> <laughs> Matt York, thank you again. Mike Joshua, Americana Rama coming up next. What are we uh, closing out with? Uh, I guess I'll close out with Bruisable Heart. This all right. The title track. 95.9 WATD. It's all yours. Hey, you know my drinking. It's got me thinking now. I won't be wrong this time. I was slowly sinking Until I hit the floor And then I looked for more And I don't know how much more I could say Yeah, you know that I ain't going away You know I've got a bruisable heart Softly living the loud life Mainly because no one cares And those who did got scared I was always thinking to myself There's gotta be a better way There's probably more that I could say Other than saying goodbye and I don't know how much more I could do Yeah, you know that I'm in love with you You know I've got a bruisable heart Whoa. She thought of hanging in the morning Might paralyze her mind She'd leave it all behind I was always thinking to myself There's gotta be a better way There's probably more that I could say Other than saying goodbye and I don't know how much more I could do. Yeah, you know that I'm in the field.